and welcome to the HeyNet podcast. My name's Sam and I'm from HeyNet, which is a rural life blog where I talk about and write about all things to do with horses, dogs, farming, anything to do with the countryside. And now I am going into the dog grooming side of things as well, where I've been training since last year and I'm a soon to be qualified dog groomer. So the industry, um, I'm very interested in. It's been very good to, to watch over the last sort of six to eight months where I've been setting up my business, how everybody promotes themselves and uses social media to market their own dog grooming business. So this is something I want to talk about today. Um, I just want to uh, go through sort of five simple steps in how you can promote your dog grooming business through social media. Since I've been setting up my business and my brand, I have been um, engaging and watching obviously other dog groomers and how they promote their businesses. And I think actually, you know, a lot of you do a really, really good job. Um, it's a very friendly community. Um, it can be open up to sort of criticism, just particularly about what you do and how you style a dog, etc. But I think that's in every chosen industry that you will have that. There are also pitfalls of promoting yourself through social media. You know, you will come across potentially bad reviews or customers speaking on, for, you know, community forums. And that's something that I think I will speak about um, in more detail on another podcast in how to deal with that. Um, but today I just want to really just give sort of, sort of a few ideas for those of you that aren't, aren't particularly comfortable in putting yourself out there. Um, whether that be through Facebook, Instagram, or whether you want to do a silly video through TikTok, it's just how to do it and how to probably increase that engagement uh, and reach out to customers or potential new customers through social media. So the first thing that I always, when I speak to the new customers or clients, or if we're talking about it through uh, marketing or through a, a blog or a group, um, is you need to let that customer know who you are. So who are you? It's all very well having a lot of brand where you've got the dog, which majority of people will have their dog grooming. But it is very, very important, I think, to have uh, some somewhere, whether that's on your website, on your prof your social media profiles, actually where the customer can actually see who you are. And I will be the first to admit, I am not a lover of having my photograph taken or putting numerous pictures of myself through social media. It's just not me. But I do appreciate you have to have a face to the brand and who the person is dealing with, and especially when it comes to bringing their dog to them. So I think it's uh, trying to weigh up uh, sort of basically having the, the image of you through your social media. And I would say it's having not photographs of you every day, but no, never have any photographs. Just pop something on, even if it's an introductory one that, you know, this is me, this is who I am. And just talk a little bit about yourself, what your interests are, and the customer to gauge a bit of personality through, you know, through engaging with you through social media. And one of the things I think is great is if you do use Instagram, um, I think particularly through stories, it's not only to actually gauge physically or, you know, visually who you are, it's actually trying to sort of get your personality across to um, potential customers or even just the community that you're engaging with through social media. Um, and that I feel is, is vital because I think not only is the customer bringing their dog to you for you to, to obviously to, to get them groomed each every few weeks, uh, sorry, every few months or whatever the, the, you know, the situation is with a dog, but they buy into you as well. They buy into the relationship that you will have, they will have with you about how they can talk about their dog to you. That is 
is absolutely key. And I think one of the most important things in all of this is who you are and how you relate to your customers. Um, I think also just to give a bit of background about yourself, I mean, I've told you briefly about mine that, you know, I've worked with equestrian and farming, etc. And it's just to sort of, you know, tell a bit of a story about, you know, for example, you know, why have you gone into, why are you a dog groomer? You know, why do you like it so much? I mean, I've been very transparent about um, the, the training that I've done to be a dog groomer. I've been writing about it. That's something that I've chosen to do and to um, just to show basically that actually it isn't as easy as it looks there are challenges to being a dog groomer but there are also some triumphs and some real good rewards of being a dog groomer and that's something that I've written about um and I feel that that has opened it has opened myself up obviously to my potential clients my clients know that I'm going to be newly qualified that is something that I have chosen um to, to you know to portray that to my customers I'm not saying you don't have to you know if you don't want to tell people that you're newly qualified do you know what that's okay too it's how you go about coming across to your uh, potential new customers I think to be open and honest as well through your social media I don't feel um but that again is to do it in a very diplomatic way I don't feel that if you've got very strong like political views I mean every, everybody at the moment particularly in the last year has got an opinion about everything you know that could be to do with the COVID-19 situation, all about lockdown, how the government are dealing with it, or it could be about Brexit, it could be about the royal family. We all have opinions about um, everything that goes on in the world, but I truly believe that those should potentially stay away from your business profile. I mean, if there's a topic that's come up, um, you know, say for example, like with Captain um, Sir Tom that recently died, you know, I did post a picture about him with a dog there. And all I put that, you know, it is very sad to see him um, pass away. But oh my God, what a last year of his life he had. I didn't put any more about that. It's it's trying to be diplomatic, but not push, you know, certain views about the things that go on in the world where people might find that they don't agree with you and that could potentially become into sort of a debate through your social media page, which you don't want. So if you're very, very strong viewed about things, that's great. But I would keep it to your personal profile. And obviously, if you've got customers on your personal profile, be aware of that. So that's what I would um, say, first of all, is let the customer know who you are, you know, put your visually yourself out there, talk about your dogs, why you love your dogs, you know, and what, you know, just be very, very personable. And for them, um, you know, showing your face and personality, it's just key to be the, you know, the promotion of your dog grooming brand and for people to, you know, just sort of realise who you are. The next one I would say is actually, where are you? And it's amazing how many sort of, um, social media profiles and I'm not talking about you know huge details about your address and whatever but you need to roughly say where you are and so for example I'm on the East Sussex um I'm in the countryside but I'm probably about seven miles from from the beach I love where I live I've always lived in this area in in the roundabout way and it's just sort of um again showing where you are but also showing how much you love your area which is a real thing again about majority of your clients are going to be in the area too um so you know is it you know if you're in the countryside and you love a certain walk and everything I, mean, I document my walks nearly every day because I do it every day it just makes it interesting and I think also I do put for example a picture of every day of my dog walk just one picture but for me I mean one 
it just shows obviously that I'm out there with my dogs and this is something about me that I love. But it also, for me, it just gives me something to actually engage with. Like someone's put, oh, that's a really nice picture or look at that sunset. It just opens up a potential conversation with somebody um, that may want to come and bring their dog to you. Um, you know, so talk about where you live or, you know, and introduce um, if you're, don't want to obviously do it, you know, with regards to where your home is. Perhaps you have a salon elsewhere, and it's in a, it's in a, you know, in a, in a town or in a high street. You know, talk about the town. Perhaps introduce us, you know, like with with a little video tour of where you are and and uh, why you love being in, for example, this particular town. And just again, make it personable, and that goes such a long way. So that's another one I would say is actually, you know, where are you and why do you like being there? The next one is actually is to sort of documentation I don't mean that physically like writing things down it's to perhaps show the absolute you know like the, the behind the scenes in running your dog grooming business I mean I am the first one to say I mean I started training back in the summer and I have had, had taken my dog uh, to my lovely dog groomer um, who was just brilliant and I didn't appreciate when I was dropping those dogs off and when she said to me right that's going to be sort of a two two and a half hours I didn't think, oh my God, that's a long time, but you don't realise what goes on in that two and a half hours. And I've, I mean, she had three dogs. Admittedly, they weren't all full grooms. You know, to have three dogs in the salon to do, you know, clipping, washing, nail clipping in two and a half hours. Well, now I just think, oh my God, you know, that is, that's pretty good going. And that's a lot of physical work and to juggle three dogs for me to then turn up and then they're all looking lovely and they're smelling nice. I never realised how much hard work it was. It's enjoyable work, but it is physically hard work. And then you've got the challenges of what a dog, temperament-wise, might be giving you, you know, not the easiest rides and trying to get them clipped and looking lovely. I don't think, to, what I'm saying, I don't think to be documenting and filming the bad dogs or whatever, but I think it's just that sort of everyday of actually, this is what goes on. Even if you're sort of doing, you could do like a time-lapse video, you know, when they speed the videos up, where you're just prepping the morning where you're getting some towels washed or dried or you're disinfecting your tools, you're cleaning your clippers, you're dealing with all the hair. It just gives, again, another personal insight into actually what you do each day. And it might just make the, the customer think, well, crikey, actually. Yeah, there's a lot of work that goes on behind the scenes. Um, and it's things like if you've got a new piece of equipment, you know, if, if you've suddenly got a new electric table, which, you know, for most dog groomers, you know, that's just amazing. Just do a quick video or a little funny thing to show you've got that and you're investing into your business. You're taking pride in what you do and you're investing your time to also make sure that the dogs that come to you I have got, you know, a lovely environment uh, to have their dog groom in. Um, and the things like, you know, if you've got a new dog in the salon, particularly if it's a breed you're not familiar with, I'm not, not obviously, again, this is with customer permission and hopefully you've got that in the terms, conditions that you're allowed to do a bit of social media, um, that you've done that and got them to sign that, I sidetrack. Um, but if you've got a new dog in the salon, you know, just perhaps talk about the breeds. If it's an unusual breed, I mean, another one that, I mean, I'm, I'm really rubbish at, and I'm going to hold my hands up, is that trying to decipher what mixed breeds are. You know, if you put a picture of a dog of a mixed breed and say, look, guess the breed. It's amazing what people think. And so I, I just, you know, that's something I really struggle with. But it just engages your, 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 um, your audience and it's a little bit of fun and it's something to talk about. So that's something, again, that you could do through social media. Um you know, show, show that the, 
the highs and show the lows, but the lows in a diplomatic way. You know, if you're desperately trying to eat your lunch and you've got dog hair in it, you know, and, and then you've got another dog coming, you could put something like, you know, you can just show a half-eaten sandwich or something. It just shows, actually, you're working really hard, your dog's a priority, and it just... I think warms the audience to you by showing uh, actually that all the things that you do behind the scenes in your dog room and salon. Um, there's more that I can discuss about that, but I don't want to make this a mega long podcast because you probably all go to sleep. <laughs> but I will discuss about that more in detail another time. So that is something that, um, you know, if you haven't done before, then yeah, perhaps just show the little bit of behind the scenes and actually what you do and it just shows actually this job is pretty hard work. It's enjoyable, but it's quite hard work. The next one I could do is just to share tips. I mean, I, this is probably more with lockdown, but I still think it, it um, helps with definitely with people like with dogs that need to be brushed a lot more or, you know, they just need a little bit of upkeep in between. And just even if you just did a literally a sort of a one minute video in how to really, really brush, you know, a, a, a curly coat um one it shows you know that you're caring and you're trying to help with your customers and they've got a video to refer back to but also it just might encourage them to actually yeah do you know what i am going to brush the dog every other day ideally every day but if it just makes them do it a little bit more um and everything you know if if, if there's something that uh that you can help a customer by just by sure you know with your advice and there's something on your social media that they can refer back to Crikey, that's, you know, that's something really that a customer or a new customer might engage to, especially if they're thinking of booking with you. If you've got these things on your social media profile, it just might tick the, you know, the box for them to pick up the phone and call you. Because I know when I look at some social media profiles of certain businesses, if it's a very quiet one and there's nothing really on there that's going to engage me, you know, to that profile, that will... And if somebody else is actually taking time to do these things, which I'm discussing today, personally, for me, I will go with that person that's making the effort. And that's a lot of it with social media. It's making that effort. And I know a lot of you don't feel particularly comfortable in putting all of this out there in social media, but it does go a long way. It shows you care and it shows that you're making an effort. And I know that if I looked at someone's profile that was making an effort, showing off the dogs, showing behind the scenes, talking about themselves a little bit more. I know which person that, or which business I would choose to go to. And I feel that that is definitely something uh, that you need to look at. So if your profile's been pretty quiet and if somebody's looking to book with you and they're going to go there, it's not desperately going to encourage them to pick up the phone to book their dog in with you. But if it's, a like I say, a very, very vibrant profile of lots of things on there, I'm sure that will make them a little bit more or give them more reason to give you a call. So the last tip today, and we're talking about the customers, is involve your customers. Now, some customers won't want to be on social media, and I get that. But I appreciate that you've probably got some customers there that, I mean, I've got, I'm finding that there's a huge amount of um, profiles now in the dog's name. And there's a lot of people out there doing it and it's really getting engagement. So it's not necessarily perhaps your customer that has social media profile that you want to be sharing, but a lot of them have their ones for their dogs. And if you've got, for example, oh, let me just think, you've got, um, I'm trying to think of a name for a dog. I don't know, Sid the Spaniel, for example. 
and he's got his own profile on Instagram and you follow that and you groom that dog, if for any reason that they've got, you know, share that. If they've done a really funny video of Sid the Spaniel that you groom every day, share that to your profile. Just that, in, you know, that showing that you care. If, for example, we'll go back to Sid the Spaniel again, if he's not feeling very well and that is shown on social media, put the, you know, send a message and, you know, even if you do it through, again, through a story or something, just say, gosh, you know, I hope he's all right. And it just makes you look, and I don't want to say you're doing anything, but it makes you feel that you care and you care for the dogs and the customers that come through your door. And again, that is so um, important in that customer relation that you have in having that customer that comes back to you, you know, all the time. And also, if you do engage with your customers and the customers also engage with you, the more your audience stop and write a comment or share a post, those social media algorithms, now I presume most of you might know about that, but basically it's just showing what Instagram will put on the news feed to see or Facebook, for example. The more you engage and the more you share, even if... Um, you've put a comment that, you know, like Sid the Spaniel again has got completely muddy and you can just put, put, oh, well, you know, look at him with his muddy paws, definitely get him back in for a bath, at, you know, at, and I'm going to use my business at Country Barn Dog Grooming soon. But just that comment alone, one, it's on there. So potential other people that follow that will see your comment on there and see that that's your business. But also the algorithms with how social media works means that you're engaging, they're engaging, your profile will be there and seen more. Um, so it's again to what I said earlier, the more active you are, the more that your profile is seen. And also if your profile, um, you know, looks like it's being used, that is just so much better in customer relations and potential new customers um, coming to you to book their dog in. I think that just gives very five quick just sort of tips in what I would say in how to get yourself out there um, through social media. I totally understand that a lot of a lot of you won't feel comfortable doing that, but even if you took one thing out of there and perhaps just made your social profile a little bit more active and make it a mix um, of content, I'm, I'm definitely doing a podcast on what you should be putting through social media and I'm going to say there's been a lot of dog groomers out there you know don't every day put dog pictures of your dogs that you do every day and I will explain why in another podcast but it's just um you need to mix it up you need to make it engaging having the pictures every day of every dog you do is is just it can be a little bit boring and I hate to say it people will scroll past and I've spoken a lot about it with people that aren't in the dog grooming world and you know they say well actually yeah it, it it's not intuitive to have one source of content all the time mix it up make it different make it interesting but I will talk about that another day I hope that's given you a little bit of help uh with regards to how to use social media particularly if you've got a dog grooming business to promote um I'm always approachable in any questions or or anything you would like to ask me um, you can either ask me through um, Haynet's social media um, profile pages or various Country Barn Dog Room, which I'm found on Instagram, uh, particularly there, or I have the Facebook page. Uh, or just obviously comment on this podcast um, where you see it 
that um, whatever group it's in. I hope that's okay. I hope you've, you've learned something and um, it's been really nice to chat about this today. It's something that I like talking about, as you can tell. Um, anyway, thanks ever so much for listening and I will be back on the Haynet podcast very soon.